Yeah. You want to start off the intro? You remember your intro? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me know when, when we start. Please. May we start, sir? It's already recording. Oh, okay. Oh, it's ready? All right, hello, sock posset. What's going on with you? <laughs> Don't even start. Hello, Sac Passe, y'all. Welcome to the Zoe View Podcast. I am your co-host, Marianne. Sac Passe listeners, uh, this is your co-host, Bo. And Marianne is here with us today. Because Bo picked me up. <laughs> Marianne been missing the past couple weeks and people been coming at me, so Because Bo hasn't been giving me a ride to come to Zoe View Podcast. That's not true. And, you know. Yeah, you're a strong black woman. You don't. When can I interrupt and like introduce myself? My bad. Sorry, sorry. We have our our guests here. Let that hurt go, both. Yes, hey, Sakpas, everyone. This is your Haitian princess, Angeline. Yes. Hey. Hey, what's up? Haitian princess. Yes. Sakpasila. You forgot to say. What's tickling you over there? Oh no, don't. Don't throw that title Don't do that to me. <laughs> Mary, anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? Because there was a side before we begin to our topic, you know. People, like, literally people were like, oh, so Mary's not on there no more. I'm like, nigga, ask her. Don't ask me. So do you want to tell the listeners anything in particular? What's a song without Marianne? Come on. I know, because I didn't have a car and Bo did not pick me up. Marianne, you're a strong <laughs> black woman. <laughs> you don't need a man to do what you need to do. Right? You see this? Uh, Teamwork make the dreams. But I'm back. Okay. I'm here. What's up? <laughs> I almost I almost went on a new podcast. I almost Oh, you yeah. almost lost yeah. it. Shout, yeah. shout out to John from the John Effect <laughs> Podcast. He I was willing you. to take me. <laughs> Anyways. Let's get to it. How you doing today, our guest? Uh, I'm Haitian doing Princess. great. It's a beautiful Sunday. I'm smelling good, yes. looking good, you know, just a blast. Before, before we started, I was saying how much she smelled good and I was like, she about to go get some dick. Smelling this good. <laughs> No, if you're smelling that good, because we if I'm smelling good, I'm going to somebody's crib. Oh, I know this is like I'm doing this extra shit. So you only do that? No, no, no. I do ex- like for sex. No, 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 no. You Sometimes I put a certain cologne on because uh-huh. let's say if I know the person likes it uh-huh. on purpose. I'm like, okay, I'm finna do this and I'm finna be all up on her on uh-huh. purpose because I know she likes that smell and I know how that smell make her feel. So you just there to trigger people? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that was back in my, you know, He's, my day. It sounds those recent. Sperm it sounds no, 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 this is not recent. This is back in my, uh, you know, my uh, golden days, I'll mm. say that. that was when so I was, what days are these? Have you, no, these are the days I'm chilling, you know, I'm living a respectful life. Dark days. No, these are not dark days. Okay. I'm, I'm very happy <laughs> person I'm with. Then why would you consider this the golden days if this is like the most balanced? Different, ty- different type of golden. Let's not mm. go there. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you was from um Winter Park. Winter, Winter Haven. Haven. I'm originally from a small town in Winter Haven. It's between um Tampa and Orlando. And this is for the listeners. Isn't Wanda from Lucy? Isn't she from there too? You have to show me. I'm I'm good oh, with faces. For the listeners that's listening outside of Florida, this is a small country town in Central Florida area. Extremely you said you from there too, Reggie? Reggie yeah. from Orlando. Oh, you just from Orlando, straight. Okay, you said it's between what? Tampa and Orlando. Yeah. So we're like Lakeland. Yes, Lakeland Hope. Po- yeah. Literally, so I thought between Tampa and Orlando was only Lakeland up until I moved to the Central mm. Florida area. Yes. <laughs> because you know much. Lakeland is the biggest. So that's why people be like, I'm from Lakeland. Yeah, but we have Winter Haven, Lake Wells. Cause isn't Hay City. City around there too? Yeah, Hay okay. City. The only other place I know is Mango. Is that even called? Man- is that really the name? Because I what, see Mangrove? the sign. Mango. There's an oh. area called Mango. No. Closer to Tampa. No. That's not. That's oh, not. close to Tampa. No, then that wouldn't be on um, Polk. That wouldn't be. Yeah, Polk. I haven't heard of. All right, cool. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know. Haven. All right. So for Marianne, who was talking about how her her child's father didn't want Anaya. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to share this? Is it okay? no, 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 no. It's the fact that we was having a conversation about how her child's father don't want the little May girl. May I ask the, um, the, for some odd reason, I like to know the race of him. Like, what's his nationality? He's Haitian. Oh, okay. Interesting. Alrighty. But the the question was, we was talking about um, Anaya doing sports and stuff. Cause I it's not say, my daughter, though. 
Okay. This is not Naya. Okay. This, I'm babysitting. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, yeah. We, I don't <laughs> now, I was talking about how she, she does sports and shit, and that's a very active little girl. Like, I don't even like watching her unless I'm doing something active because <laughs> she just does too much. That's, so, mm-hmm. and the dad was like, oh, I don't want my daughter doing gymnastics and opening her legs. He, that's that's why my, my father actually stopped me from doing um, cheerleading. Because um, when once I got into high school, uh, my father didn't want me to like basically stay after school. So he like scheduled his work scheduling, and once I get off school, he's at home. So it's like a check in, like you need to be home like immediately because you know I'm in high school, and like they already warned me. They're like, "Oh, high school, y'all fit sex, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so they already just... like shut it down. Like, and even before I even entered um, ninth grade, it was like my eighth grade summer uh-huh. going to ninth grade. And they were, they already they already talked to me about prom. I'm telling you, they're going to prom. You know? So I was I was even crying. I didn't even know. Like This was basically like for the listeners pre-med. that's not Haitian mm-hmm. or that's not immigrant. It's like the immigrant uh, upbringing. The women, I realized after I'm older now, I realized little girls had it worse than little boys as like Haitian kids. Definitely. Yep. The Haitian boys had it like good. They were yes. kings, my, gods yes. in the house. My mother literally <laughs> carried my brother on his back, like R- on just her shoulders. Like that. Like, so that meme <laughs> and of like, I was like Haitian moms uh, yeah. carrying their, their son, oh, grown yes, ass son. It's crazy. Have you were you the only daughter? Um, you, I have 10 siblings. Ten? Yeah, I have ten siblings, but um, I same was, mom. Yeah, but I was Jesus um, praise the Lord, blessings, baby. You know. Wait, God. so they weren't about you having sex in high school, but they are having ten. No, kids? but you you have they to understand, married. like my parents left the kids when um all seven of them in Haiti, and then I was first to be born. So my parents were refugees. So she was pregnant with me in Cuba. Oh. Then Clinton took them to Miami. Then she and had then, me in Winter Haven. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, so I they I I was their first child. They had to actually raise, so they in, were in like American in, in an American lifestyle as well. So like it kind of freaked them out, and they did, didn't know what to do with it. How did you about prom? That's what I want to know. They heard. They heard. Yeah. People church, talk. Haitian church, yeah. Haitian oh, yes. church basically warned them. Like she was telling me all how the people in the church was like. Um, when, oh, this is this is their come thing. They were like, oh, when you go to prom, they um put you together with a guy. That's what they like. That's it was like the movie. most ridiculous. It's really a movie. They put you together with a guy, and like y'all go to this thing, and then y'all go to the hotel and go have sex. sex. The, uh, the every conclusion of my life was sex. Uh-huh. Like my parents, sex was the conclusion basically. Everything. So basically, they didn't want you to have sex in high school. They didn't want me to have sex all the way till I was forty. Like so, right now they they didn't want you to they don't want you to have sex. No, 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 no. Like now, like they're they're just because I've been out so long. Now they're like, it's come to the realization. Yeah, like yeah. Now, so, now they want you to get it's married. Too, yeah, it's, and bring a baby. Yeah, because now, all, like all of my siblings around me, my older siblings, literally been getting married back to back, having babies back to back. So it's like they want them to live that type of lifestyle, like what they're doing, getting married, go to church on a weekly basis, like every day. You know, we go. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So, you to, so y'all, y'all, y'all go to Jen. They go to Jen. They go to Jen. And what's the other shit? I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't been at Haitian church in years, and I have a disconnect. I have a so Ex- much of a disconnect with church. I'm more. I have. I have a new form connection spiritually, but a very strong disconnect with church. Yes. Because of my upbringing. Yes. And that type of shit. Yes. So. They kind mm-hmm. of. I got kicked out of church. So. Really, I'm the Haitian church. Out. Yeah, they exiled me because I was pregnant when I <gasps> I didn't get married. Was it a Christian church? That, yeah, it was a Christian Haitian church. L'Evangile. I've heard of I've heard of I seven never days never heard Spanish. of that. Yeah, they kick you out. Exile. You can't first. You can't sing, but because I did not want to marry him, even though I was pregnant, I'm you so know, They shocked. make a quick marriage and stuff. They exile you from the church. Yeah, once they find out you you young and you pregnant, they be trying to marry yeah. you. Quick. And just give yeah. me to, that's crazy. I've but never they, I thought heard the of church that. was for 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 everyone. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, but some certain churches they take it like you, they have a council. It's like politics, like politics. politics. It's extremely like political. So, and then boom, we got kicked out of the church. Where's but I church? didn't even. I don't reason I went to that Haitian church was because your parents, your grandma. Yeah, no, not crazy. even my grandma because of him. Because like when you're with the guy, you're supposed to follow his footsteps and go to Fuck his church. That. Mm-hmm. That's huh. that's extremely crazy. But um, I'm noting with the um sport thing yeah. though. Yeah. So when I entered um high school, like I was already like very athletic. Mm-hmm. 
So like in middle school, I was able to be um, play basketball for three years, oh, and so I they did track. Yeah, you yeah, but like you know, middle school you go right home, like. But like high school, it's a later time, you know. You got to be out. Sometimes you might yeah. have to be out a, a day mm-hmm. out of the week. Yes, yes. So when I answered one, I didn't do high school basketball because those girls were huge. They were mighty mean, and I didn't know my um, sexuality, so it kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. <laughs> so they kind of scared me off. So I was, was like, young, well, the next best thing, uh-huh. because um, the school I was going to, because it is a country town, uh-huh. all our cheerleaders were white. So I didn't know that my school was racist till I got into my 11th grade. <laughs> so like I um I auditioned. What I, was the school? What's the high school name? Winter Haven High School. Okay. They didn't allow you. They only allowed like one black girl. Like you know those token black girls. Like that's how they did like the cheerleading squad. Like everybody was white. Then they had that one one um right, token. Right. Yeah. Just to say yo, we ain't racist. Look, we got one. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the balance. The, yes, but um the only. My father allowed me to, um, you know, audition for cheerleading at, uh, I was 11 going to 12 because he heard, oh, they get scholarships. Oh, So nah. it was already too late. Yeah. That. So it was already too late. And they're like, nah, you can't just come in your senior year. Like, so I couldn't do absolutely, yeah, nothing. Like I couldn't even, I would say that hindered me in a lot of ways because I had to go home right after school. I didn't do no like extra um, curricular activities. Like. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I do remember doing was like some FBLA, but like that was during like they'll do it an hour before school's out, so that kind of saved me. But yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't exposed. I wasn't able to express like my abilities. Yeah. Like I, you know, you know what I'm saying. Get, so I get what you're saying mm-hmm. because so it's true. it's like that with um, I had an experience like that too. Um, where I remember in high school, I was, I I was able to do extracurricular curricular activities but i remember there was a summer i was playing football mm-hmm. there was a summer where like summer is the prime time of football like you have to be there during spring season because that's really where the work goes in at. so my i was raised by my aunt for you guys listening i wasn't raised by my parent when i came here i was raised by my aunt but um well, where's your parents my parents is like my dad was back and forth here in, in haiti. haiti okay so it was like they wasn't stable enough and I was cool. Were they on I, visa because of that? There wasn't, yeah. There okay, was on okay. Visa and stuff. Makes sense. So, the summer before, when I wasn't doing any sport that mm-hmm. summer, mm-hmm. my aunt went to Haiti and she left me in the house. And, you know. Freedom. Oh, my and, gosh. And it was, and, you know, I had family members that stayed around the block. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But still, like, everything was cool. But that summer, when she realized that, for some reason, I don't know what it is. She, I think I, we ha- I had another cousin that lived with, that ended up moving in the house with us, too. Mm-hmm. And then she was going to Haiti. She was like, oh, well, I'm going to Haiti. I don't want you here in the house by yourself. And I'm like, all right, I'll just stay with my uncle that lives around the corner. She was like, oh, no, I don't want you here, period. And I had that. She made me purposely, like, go to Tampa. I was in Tampa for the whole summer just because she didn't want me doing the other shit. And I'm like, that's... You know, swell to me because when I go to Haiti, the... They ha- they really trust them to do more. Yeah, like the kids are like walking all the way down. No, no, no. Like, I mean, listen. What, uh, I seen this tweet today. Like a twenty one, a twenty one year old Caribbean kid and a twenty one year old American kid is two different age. Mm-hmm. Like and you become an adult. Um, yeah. So much sooner and so much responsibilities than. But I feel like the Haiti um environment is more vulnerable, so I don't see what wh- why it never clicked because like I, when you are in America, you're more protected in my opinion. Yeah. So I don't see what made them like feel that their child was going to. I don't know. Like I mean, listen. I mean, growing up me. with a immigrant parent, I think it's a power thing too. You know, it they is. They like to be power. They like to be in control of everything. Dictatorship even is in, real. Even in today, like, the fact that they're not in control of my life frustrates yeah. them. Oh, but my. in Haiti also, like, I feel like everybody was family. Your neighbors were, like, everybody was yeah, watching yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. You was being raised Compared by Compared to America, you know, yes. they don't have that. So yeah. now that it's like, damn, nobody calling, hey, my auntie avec your nigga, Kyla. Like, I saw you with some yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was, the village was really sense. raising you guys. Yeah. yeah. So... But yeah, I think um, immigrant parents is a control thing. Yeah, they want to control like everything. To control a lot. Till now, they still want to control. Like, yeah, it could be and a it's, whole it's funny to me though when I when I see them try to control my life, and I'm like, yo, I mean, I don't need you. So mm-hmm. the only yeah. way you can control my life is if I need you for something. 
Yeah. I'm thankfully I'm grateful that I don't need you for anything. So that that's out the window. I was always getting threatened to they kick me out. I met the took bag out there. Boy, they, yeah. My grandma kicked me out so many times for what people say. Not even like if they caught me. It's just what people say. Man, you know, I'm, I'm curious. How was it like when you was pregnant? Because I know you got pregnant when you were young. How was that experience? I think, well, like? what it was, was young. Like, it was like in college. Remember I was at UCF. College? Yeah. That's still young. So immigrant to a Haitian, fa- that's like you're a baby. Immigrant parents, nah. you got no, my, my father um, had his first kid 15. No, they no, were no. 15. I know, like, yeah, listen. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, <laughs> but my that. grandma, she had it the right way. So she had her first baby. I think she okay, was like she was an example. 30. Yeah, so for her to, she's like, oh, I didn't raise you like this. And for her to just, I told him I was not having sex. And mm-hmm. then, boom, you know. I told him immediately when I had sex. Like, mm-hmm. immediately. You told, your, you told your peoples when you Hell had yeah, sex. I'm, I was a child that was extremely honest. Because when I told the truth, they thought I was lying. So, so, like, I live by honesty because they, like, challenge. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, but my, that... pa- my, grandpa, my grandma, she did the same thing. So, then I just, like, didn't even say anything anymore. Wait, oh, how I, did that I, go, though? Like, you set them down and I was like, yo, I, didn't, I just I didn't send my day. I didn't send my um father down because my dad. um. That's tough, man. No, no, I'm going to tell you. It, it would be extremely tough because when I was 13 and I started my menstrual, my dad was, like, make, like he was extremely mad. Like, because, because I started my menstrual, yes. He's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. and I hid under the table. I was crying. You know, that's like the most yeah. crazy. You think I want this? Like, you know, like I was crying my little eyes they out. Think like, that I felt you like started I did something. It. They said yeah. you did something this I felt like I did something extremely <laughs> wrong. Like, Yo, I never and he, ever since then, he shut down. Like, he wasn't like my father anymore. Like, he just became like a, a, a mean ass security guard. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, damn, I lost so my daddy. Of the, of, of the siblings you have here, who's the, the other two? Are they girls? Or boys? No, they're boys. So I was, yeah, Ishmael and Samuel. Um, yeah, Ishmael lived the perfect life. Like Ishmael played basketball. He didn't have to stay home. He got a sleepover. Like Ishmael didn't didn't have to deal with I dealt with. And Ishmael knew he had it good because like when my parents would treat me like wildness. He knew not to get in it because he want his freedom. Like, it was like, dang, see? But he didn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how siblings usually cover each other? Nah, he knew that he had freedom. So, it was just like a tough little situation. I'm like, mm. But, mm. So, how did, when you told your mom you had sex? Oh, when I told my go? mother I had sex, I told her a week after. And I took her to my room. And I was like, I lost my virginity. How old was and this? I was um I was seventeen. I lost it on my seventeenth birthday. So what she said. I, I cried. Cause I was scared. I'm you, surprised you, have to understand, you set her down. That's big. You, I'm I'm very I'm extremely honest. Like it's something weird about me. Like I'm just like, I just gotta tell you, you know? Mm-hmm. So like Is it like a conscious thing or do you get anxiety? No. I don't know if I get anxiety. I'm just because I had to do it so much as a kid. It's it's come natural. Mm. So like because like they, I'll be like, "Mommy, can I go?" It was like my um sixth grade um dance. "Mommy, can I go to the dance?" They said I was lying about that. So it clicked to me that even if I tell them every, you know, the details, mm-hmm. they would still think I'm lying. So there's no point of me to be lying to them. You know what got I'm saying? You, so you. I just always tell the truth until they like. I, I, in my mind, I was like, hopefully they're going to just pick one of my, tr- you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And like, just go with it, you know? It's like the truth is so, it's so hard to believe that this must be yeah, a Yeah, it's lie. like they expected me to be a wild kid, you know? And they just. And remind you, this is like uh, Caribbean parents. Them motherfuckers would die mm-hmm. with a lie. Mm-hmm. They would die. They have a sidekick. They, yeah, they, they have they a sidekick. They would die. <laughs> true. And they're coming to find out you fucking your cousin. Hypocrites. They would die to their grave with that lie. But no, I I I was crying. Like, because I confessed it. Not what? even confessed it. Like, I literally was Just like, being I need to Yeah. Like, what, what but most I think parents... it was overwhelming because I didn't, they didn't never spoke to me about sex. When, yeah, when, and yeah. I wasn't. It, he was my first boyfriend ever, and we end up being, you know, all Haitians. We end up being together for like six years, like you know what I'm saying. So, so what did she say when you said it? She was like, "Says he like, oh, what should they call? Like, um, what is the word? Um, basically like saying you threw yourself away, because like you, you wasted yourself. That's crazy. Yeah, that killed me. And how old was your mom when she had her first kid? Do you my think? mother, because my dad actually. 
We include um, Weavian because my dad, Weavian is my dad's first child, so 15. Mm-hmm. Then he had my mom. So my mom probably was like in her 20s, like 21. Okay. Okay, go ahead. That's not bad. That's not bad. At all. But yeah. I she, Yeah, she basically was like, um, I can't believe you like waste yourself. And yeah, it was just. That's big because I never heard of a kid sitting their parent down and telling them, oh, yo, I, I had sex. Because we never had that. To this day, I still never had a sex talk. <laughs> oh, I definitely. I was, like I said, I was the honest kid. Let me ask, so, let me ask y'all this. Mm-hmm. Y'all first time, did y'all use, were y'all use protection? Yeah, and it was horrible. Um, no, 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 no. My first time, no, I did not use protection. Marianne, did you use protection? He, and he was Haitian. No. Y'all Haitians just. It's not about that. It's really because of lack of I education. I didn't know. It's I really didn't. Education. I didn't know anything when I think about, about condoms. When I, I knew think, about, they didn't give y'all um, sexual education at. Um, first, first of all, my first time was not in high school, so that's different. Like, uh-huh. I think I had sex way earlier than that, like early middle school type shit. But. Damn. Yeah, it was. I didn't even think about. I freaked. I remember. Sorry. I remember being in fucking ninth grade. And I, I, th- I think I told you this. And, like, um, I was, like, laying down in bed, and I was thinking about, like, because, you know, we never spoke about sex, so I didn't know how sex went. And I started getting a panic attack because of thinking about a penis entering me. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is how, you know, Were like, you I was freaking out. I've seen porn, but I didn't think of it for myself. <laughs> and, mind you, I, I was exposed to porn at a very extremely young age. Well, like, what's extremely my, young age? Like, five. Oh. Like, like, my you parents used to. You knew that was porn, though? I just knew it was some. I don't know what it was. I just knew that, and the thing, the crazy thing, you don't know what it is, but like you just know it's uh, naked people doing Something. like. And mind you, my parents used to drop us off at like babysitters, so they used to have like you know back in the day, CDs, cassettes, uh, cassettes, cassettes, yeah, yeah. DVR, yeah, DV, yeah, 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 and like we used to like the kids used the to 90s, literally sit there and watch fucking porn, like all the kids. Yes, and every and the crazy thing is every um. Every babysitter I went to, they had their own porn section. Like, I, that's when I was introduced to Penthouse. Like, I was young, like, seeing all this. Like, and you remember at one time, like, when um, cable wasn't, like, censored? Uh-huh. There was porn all oh, over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Because MTV used to show everything. Yeah, but I didn't know it was porn. Right. I just thought people, I don't know what. You knew it was something you weren't supposed to watch. Like, yes, because they're the naked. That's me. the only thing. I was exposed to it young, too, but I don't remember... I know it wasn't something I'm supposed to watch because every time we would watch it and then we would hear the door or somebody coming in, yes. everybody would pass. Yeah. So at that point, at that point, I'm like, oh, yo, this yeah. shit is not some shit I'm mm-hmm. supposed to watch. So so none of you guys had protected sex the first time. Because I only ask this because Caribbean people, we need to start like teaching our kid like about the reality of life. Fuck that sugar coat shit. Especially girls, it's tough for them. Yeah. Because like, you guys are supposed to be the angels. I feel like your dad, like you said, when you got started getting your menstrual, he flipped because he's like, he expects you to be his little girl, yeah. your little princess, and that's all you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the most ridiculous shit I ever heard. Yeah, we. If I have a daughter and to think my daughter ain't going to be sucking dick in 20 years is wild. Mm-hmm. But that's how Haitian dads think. They can't. It's like they can't. But they put want their dick suck. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy, but they want their dick suck. But when it's time they for want, your, they have, yeah, but their daughters can't do can't none do of none that. Can't do none of that shit. It's but, the wildest you know, they thing. They can do that because so my dad I, was a hoe. Because like, I remember when I had my first mm-hmm. like I didn't. And remind you, I had my first time was. I'm one of those people that don't even remember my first time. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I. And secondly, I know it was in middle school years. Thirdly. I wasn't introduced to sexual education to my senior year of high school. That's how bad it was. That's I didn't I didn't take a sex ed class or a junior year of high school. Excuse me. So eleventh grade year, that's the year. Are you that from I, Haiti? Yeah, I was born in Haiti, but I came what? over super young. I came okay. over when I, I came over when in ninety nine. I was like eight. Okay. Okay. So, like. I mean, in between middle school and that sex education class, of course, I had friends, so we'll talk about it mm-hmm. and shit like that. But you know, I used to play around with condoms, though. Like, mm-hmm. I was one of them badass kids that blow it up, put <laughs> water, water in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing that type of dumb shit. But the only reason why I started more and more about condoms is when like, I had younger uncles, and they used to fuck chicks. They went to Edison. For mm-hmm. people listening from Miami, know where Edison is. And he went, they went to Edison during the era where Edison was the shit in mm-hmm. Miami. So them niggas was fucking tricks. Them niggas was like tag teaming females, mm-hmm. and then now you know you're a little boy, so you peeping through the, through the window. You're like, huh? You seeing titties? Because to me, t- I thought titties was everything back then. So like that's how I got it. I got 
familiar with oh this is a condom mm-hmm. like this is what you're supposed to use but i was never told that yo before you have sex when i did have sex that first time i knew i had sex with an older woman mm-hmm. and i feel bad because i'm like damn that means she should know better but that wasn't the case no no, I was exposed to sexual education. Yeah, all my life. They've yeah. been at school, though. They start from like. Um, Your school starts young? Sexual yeah, education? so second to fifth grade, you start learning about like um, puberties. Like, yeah, your, how your body's changing. And wow. then they teach you like um, about different pads for us and for males. Like, you're going to have wet dreams by fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, yeah, they teach you that. And then they have like a book with like a cartoon of like us naked, basically. And, and this then is what, when, what is it? this is Polk County Public Schools. Yeah, and surprisingly, Polk County that's Public why I'm so shocked right now because like Miami we Day were, Public School during then wasn't on that shit. We're, Miami Day Public School. Crazy thing, we lack um, academic, but like sexual education. We got that. Yeah, that. That's one thing we got. But, y'all, but you know, County it's a fucking, country yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, it is a country town. Yeah, so. niggas have kids left But y'all right have a lot of teenage pregnancies on Polk County. Yes, yes, yes. curious. Yes, for you being the only person, the only parent here. What age do you think you you'll feel comfortable talking to your daughter about? It's a new sexual... generation. This is a new era. They expose. I think like right now, my daughter's a toddler. I do talk about body parts, not yeah. people where not to touch, you know, and good your, touches and stuff like that. For the listeners, that. your daughter's four, right? Yeah, my daughter's four, so I do about talk about five. that five now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do talk about that now, and I think as I keep on going, especially when you have period. You know, talk about her body will change. You know, men will, you know, look at her different ways and stuff. I'm like saying, that. what age group do you think that's like, okay, I think. Is there an age well, group I or is based I on was, maturity? I think, yeah, I think it's maturity. Like, it's levels to it. Like, I can still explain, like, sex, 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 but, like, different levels to where she can comprehend. So, you know, right now, it's more so you're teaching her at four her, years old about body parts. Yeah, body parts, that's who important. not to touch and stuff. Because that's very important, especially with little kids and stuff oh, like that. Oh, making sure that if she's with somebody, yeah. and somebody touches like her. Like, if somebody touches tell me or tell somebody. Little kids are, I know this is weird, but little kids are very smart. No, they're sexual. Yeah. I, I ran into my brother, my baby brother Samuel, he was like three. And this little they, the little girls three as well. They were hunched. Like I literally was like, eh. it's not even that. I don't think it's don't not know. their sexual. But is, I noticed like people they do things or they let kids watch. When kids watch TV or all that stuff, was they, they, they imitate. They imitate. So that's they imitate. Why you know they need to tell you they don't imitate. watch that. They tell you don't watch it because I rated you R. Not. Rated R. Anything they see is automatic. Uh, and then there's YouTube. So anything they see. They're going to take it. They have to see somebody that do that action that's why, for them to do that that's action. That's why. The reason why I ask is because, Marianne in particular, because mm-hmm. you don't want to kid here, mm-hmm. is the fact that, you know, kids grow up faster now. Yeah. Like when we grow up, five-year-old is five-year-old. Right now, a five-year-old with a 10-year-old mind. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is, they expo- like, she could just YouTube some shit. Yeah, that's what I'm So saying. how do you deal... How would you... How do you deal if you've dealt with it before, like, with that type of stuff, like... If she has another kid in the classroom that's showing her certain shit that you know she's not ready for. No, I always tell her, like, if somebody show her this, like, you know, to tell and stuff like that. I do tell her that. But, like, for sex right now, that she's a toddler. Yeah. I don't think I have to expose that to her now. But, yeah. But I feel feel like maybe that fourth grade, like, eight years old, nine years old. Like, I feel like when it's the menstrual time, then we should talk about that. That's, like, the red alarm, like, talk about sex or something like that, you know? But... Yeah, but right now, like, yeah, what not to touch, what yeah. not to look. I even tell her if she's at somebody else's house and you see, you know, two people doing this, it's no good. Like, I have to explain those things to her because I don't want her to come home with those behaviors or do things like that, in, you know what I mean, in school because I see kids do it all the time. Yeah, and you know what's wild? All those years of watching, like, as a kid, like, we were watching porn on daily. On so daily. I never could thought of having sex, though. That was the wild thing. Like... Uh, in in general, um, I think the important thing is to remember that it's a process. Mm-hmm. Like you, wait on, hold on, look, it, hold on, nigga, this is audio. So tell people. Oh my bad. Uh, <laughs> this nigga just grabbed my. Mic. <laughs> I mean, bro, I'm here every week. Know, it's like my fourth episode in a row. This is Reggie days. I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm cutting into the episode. Um, it's funny, but I think in general you got to remember that it's a process. Like I think the way that Marianne is doing it is kind of similar to the way my mom raised my uh, brother, sister, and I. 
like everything starts when you're young even though like mm-hmm. a lot of people might think you know a kid is too young to hear about certain things or whatever mm-hmm. you always you always want to at least plant the seed of mm-hmm. having that open communication mm-hmm. and letting them know the warnings at least earlier on so that when they do come across things later on and then you do break it down for them a little bit more in depth it makes more sense it's easier to digest yeah, it is. when you can when you have a when you have a process you're breaking it down throughout their entire life so that they never have those moments where things just hit them. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, my daughter, I would say a couple of months ago, somebody hit her in her private area. Uh-huh. And I don't think if, like, if I didn't explain to her for nobody to touch that part and stuff like that, she wouldn't see anything. She would think the person is playing. Even mm-hmm. though it was a little boy her age. She told her teacher. Her teacher called me and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And lucky that she knew, like, somebody's not supposed to supposed touch, touch her private area. To be honest with you, I didn't because that. if she didn't know that, she would have been like, "Oh, okay," and just go mm-hmm. along and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that that boy that touched her private area, he's a troubled boy and saw a lot of things and stuff so like that. So that's probably and yeah. It's not he'll even, his even fault. you know he'll show himself and stuff. Pull so a little I was glad, you know. Okay. So you okay. have to start that early. Wow. I get it because I've heard I have female friends and I've heard so much fucking story of mm-hmm. like sexual abuse. Because they will remember that moment when they was young, when somebody touched them certain places somehow, but they didn't know what that was because their parent didn't have that conversation. With yeah, them. they didn't know. They just knew that shit made them feel certain way, but they didn't know how to express that. So I get it. But me as a, I'm not even a parent yet, but I could see myself like, I want to be the first to expose my kid to all that shit. To be honest with you, sex, drugs, like oh. whatever. Like by the time I have a kid, we gonna be legal everywhere. But whatever, it won't be legal. And I know it's that age where kids gonna be doing it. Weed is the new cigarette. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna whatever. Let's say hypothetically, right now I have like a 15 year old. Like I want to be the first motherfucker to smoke weed that person, not because I because I want you to be exposed. Okay, like I want you to be educated on the shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the right way, the right wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you know the proper way to do it. Don't just be smoking with everybody. Make sure you're in control most of the time mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, I want to expose my kid to that shit. I don't want a motherfucker that might take advantage of that of my kid at their first time. That's extremely that's important. important. Yeah. I'm teaching them about sex because I didn't have that. Like, yes. the fact that my first time having sex was, like, raw, and but I didn't think of it at that time. Mm-hmm. I just was like, okay, it's sex. Mm-hmm. Like. I remember that day, boy. I was like, oh, this is shit. I've been watching porn all my life for this. Like, I remember. But my dumb ass, I remember vividly because my dumb ass, you know, when you were a kid, titty was like pussy to me. Mm-hmm. So I get hard and I'm I'm damn near about to nut off of sucking <laughs> on a titty. And then, oh, <laughs> you some titty man. No, there's, there's I don't think I'm not a titty man. It's just what? that at that age, titty would get me more aroused because mm-hmm. that's what I was used to seeing on TV. Like, okay, this is it. And you know, I would see the guy, you know, sticking the penis in the in the in the pussy and shit. But I like, I'm like, okay, that's just that's just them touching each other like yeah. this. Like, yeah. it's just them being yes. next to each other. Yes. But it's the titty that really counts. So it was just funny. Like us talking about that shit now, it just like kind of bring back memories of that shit. But you know, it's wild because I know we want to say that um, condom is important, but I don't think even our parents knew because when I went to Haiti, like my first time ever, my cousin he was like 19. And like I had brought some, con- I don't know why I brought some condoms, but I you brought, know some why condoms. brought some condoms. Why? It's my mm. first time in Haiti. Rather have it than not have it. Just in case. Just in case. With who? How old were you at that time? Um, first time in Haiti, I think I was nineteen as well. Oh yeah, you rather yeah, you, you rather roll with it than not have it. Heck just no. in case, no matter if you know. I, I end up giving the condoms away. No matter if you had somebody there or you didn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Case. You rather have it. That's wild. Than not have you it. You know what? Our, our island. I, I won't even speak on that. Don't the speak on it. Epidemic of. No, the education down there is bad. Like niggas. Not really even uh, my cousin was like when I gave him the condom, he was like, "Oh, sapumun ki ki malad." You know what I'm saying? Like, and wait, I was wait, like, for the Americans listening, <laughs> back up. You gave him the condom, and, and he, he said, like, oh, "This is for people. This who is sick. for people that are sick." You know, and I'm like, "Nah, cause so, you want to have a baby." And he was like, "No," and I'm like, "This is their pullout game strong. Every yeah, Haitian man yeah. would tell you their pullout game." And it was wild. like mind blowing because like they really don't get sexual education and. For me to like expect my parents to even try to speak mm-hmm. on like about like sometimes I I'd be like damn why didn't you talk about it but at the end of the day they didn't even know for themselves like they just did did what to do you know 
listen, I think 2018, this is the best time for for, for, for anything. For Any, this generation for of Haitians, we are the is, ones that's going to be we're more sexual, having a standard. We're of, more sexually educated than our parents yes. were. Yes. So, yes. Because I even talked to my mom about sex. I was like, do you suck um, poppy, you know, dick? And she they don't was do like, that stuff. She said, no. avec bouche, I'm going to press bon avec. I'm like, ah. What do that mean? You like, wild, man. Like, my I, grandma won't even drink out of the same cup. She won't use the same as you for real? Yeah, she like, won't. Is that she's a teenager? No, she oh. said that so she know because our young generation, head. she won't let no, she have her own <laughs> cup and plate because she's like, we suck. She's like, no, we're getting bush booze in. I'm about to buy a style, yeah. That's crazy. They don't believe in that. All they do is lay on their back. Like, all that that's doggy wild. style and all that. Yeah, that's it's, it's hey, I don't believe that, it. though. Like, how else did they multiply? Like, they just, just lay on their back. They just basic sex. Think about it. I don't, more, they don't do all that stuff. To my parents. I don't more think sexually they have. educated. That means our sex generally is better but they're, than they're, two generations ago. You think so? I think so because we're more educated. But they're nastier. Like, nah, I don't think so, no, man. I walked in on so. my parents. I don't you think did? Yeah. They might yeah, be nasty They were indoors. like in a ball. That shit scared me. I was a kid. No, that just What the hell you mean in a ball? Like a ball? I don't know what they were doing. You know that huddle, that headshot. You guys never watch Haitian porn? They have like this. No. I Haitian, despise Haitian, Haitian porn. porn. I despise Haitian, Haitian porn, porn is another type it's of porn. I despise it. Haitian porn is too. I despise it. It's so rough. It's too natural. Haitian porn is too natural. Like too natural. I remember I, I watched last time I watched Haitian porn. It's I was like a kid. Wilderness. It's like yo, yes, it's like it's a lot of wilderness. wilderness. I despise I'm like, it. I'm good. I should probably. And I'm weird. I can't watch. I can't watch a porn. I can't watch porn if she's not shaved. I'm not one of those guys that watch. Like women that ain't shaved porn, uh-huh. it's weird to me. Well, it depends on the type, the texture of pubic hair, mm. because I've seen some nice like JJ's with hella pubic beautiful, hair. yeah, and it and they it, it, it complements like it. It, 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 it looks amazing. Like those it looks amazing, but those I could, but like the ones with the extra coily, like like you see your beard, uh-huh. like but it's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. They just said, said your beard look like pubic hair. Pubic hair. <laughs> but like longer and just not, not yeah. Ever. Yeah. Beard's yeah. looking like dress. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough life. Pubic hair looking like dress. Like, the juice is not going to him. It's actually planting the more of the But I, I honestly do think like um we are more sexually one where I think I don't think we're more sexually active. No, no think, we're not. when the last time you've been Haiti? Be, tell me when the last time you've been Haiti. Since it's been like seven years. Seven years. I'm going back this year. You gonna you gonna you gonna be shot? You and you gonna go party or you gonna go see um family? Family. I don't. Dang it. I'm gonna save yeah, the next trip. Go I'm gonna save the next trip. You gonna to be party. shocked? Like they, they are, This is a different type of um generation. Very. I'm, like I'm, you, you remember when um Jamaicans were first like the thing and they were just very sexual out in the street like. That's how they are now. Like it's like nobody cares about the, the dance old hall age. area. Yeah, yeah, now we got the dance hall era. Like with our Rabodai, so it is crazy. A freak show. And the girls, they I just wear it. calico. They wear yes, like those. I love it, but it's a freak all show. Those, like, all see, those things. I will see certain. I will see certain. Um, I would see certain shit on Instagram. It's wild. They're very Americanized over there, based on what I see. But overall, like I back to what we were talking about. I do think. Um, Sexual education is important, mm-hmm. especially in that. I mean, in, of course, in uh, black America, but also in the Caribbean shit. Like, we're like, whatever black people are, it's kind of like mental health. It's the same shit. It's like, you know, now it's becoming a conversation amongst black community. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're, we're, it's a double whammy in the Caribbean community because mm-hmm. saying you, it's, you have a mental issue or you need to go see a therapist is like a sin in certain households. Just like talking about sex is a sin, which is the mm-hmm. weirdest thing. Motherfucking parents will have like ten kids, and then but then they don't want to talk about sex with their kid. I'm like, yeah, like how do we fucking get left here? or right? Yes, how did we get here? We are the product of sex. It just never clicked to them, and I just think it is the lack, just the lack of knowing that gets us there. Like, but I I wonder where did that start? Like, where did what start? Like the lack of not knowing just about general just sex. That's that's how we are the product of it. So why didn't we know that? Why like, didn't we know? Why weren't about, like, we able to? Like, are you saying as a child, how did we not know that, or what are you exactly? Like, why weren't we able to like, like even speak about that? Like, 
how come we didn't have that type of education? That's an easy education to have. Like I can understand that. I was think the, most. So what's the stigma with that? Yes. Yes. I'm I think sometimes most of it has to come like because parents were Christians. Oh yeah. Religious. And the church, the church did not really want you to talk about your sex out. life and stuff oh, like no, that. No, I forget. Or you know, talking about. Role. I think that has a that, lot, that, a lot to do, especially with the Haitian churches. Yes. Yes. Religion yes. plays a big role. Like you talking to your child. Like I know. I know. Like I was um talking to. Cause I tell like my daughter about sex parts and like body parts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and now I know her dad got upset that I tried to explain. He's like, "What? What are you teaching my daughter? Why? He is. How she tell me? Oh, else. that nobody can touch her. Cause I was like, because I told her nobody can't touch her. Well, she don't have to know about those stuff. If she don't know about it, then nobody gonna touch her. I was like, no, because somebody's mm-hmm. gonna touch her. Cause like I got touched, you know, at a young age. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I just mm-hmm. thought like I did something bad for that person to touch yes. her like that. Yeah. I don't want my daughter to live like that. Yes. yes. So I just think like those Christians. You know, there we go. We got our answer. It's religion. It's yeah. Religion, religion. plays a big role into why our parents was not on was not like comfortable enough teaching us about sex. I think it's a comfortability too, though. I mean, you know, Caribbean parents they think if they raise you, if if you're in their household, the bills are paid, you fed. That's all they need to do. Mm-hmm. Can they also they forgot the intangibles mm-hmm. of life, they like talking everything. to you. Are you okay? How your day going? They don't tell you none you of know, that. They refuse to hear it if it's you like, have a I'm boyfriend I'm feeding or not. you. You know, I gave you everything. Lights you have a roof on, on the head. <laughs> so you, you should not be complaining about life. Mm-hmm. But we're going to switch. I'm going to ask some of the questions you, you sent me, okay. Marianne. We're going to switch it up. Is this a question that somebody sent you? Oh, yeah. Those are questions that... The Isma the Zofi questions? Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we have This is a segment where we have the... Listeners send us some questions. Okay. And we talk right. about it or we answer. And this is one question. I'm assuming the person didn't didn't want to say their no, name. No, none of them send their name to me. I'm going to need y'all to stop they saying They don't want their name. name. What y'all niggas scared for? Mama, yo, avec papa, yo. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. This is one question we have from a listener. It says, ladies, good thing this question don't include me. <laughs> Would you date a man? Would you date while you're pregnant? It, you you can't even ask the woman because like well if, if I'm single okay but it's up to the guy too at the end of the day the guy that I want to date because uh-huh. it's a big responsibility to take anyways like you should you know what you about to get into you know so I don't I don't know is it up to like but it goes both ways oh, I, that I question, question went both ways it, did go it, both it ways. asks would a man date, date a pregnant woman and would you like a lady would would date? you yeah, yeah. It, but would, would you do it. I would definitely date um, pregnant. And I heard, like, pregnant sex is it's even more sex. better. So. I dated while I was pregnant because I left my baby daddy. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't date nobody. I'm pregnant. I mean, I, <laughs> having pregnant? sex with them and dating him is two different things. I'm not dating them. I just oh, had no, a crazy um, visualization in my head, though. Another man dick hit <laughs> your baby, baby head. That's <laughs> the thing. Like, the thing is that I would have sex with somebody who's pregnant, but it got to be early on. Like, if you like, six months, no, seven months. like, six, seven months. I'm like, but yo, I feel bad. Sex. Yeah, I like, need sex to open up. I've heard that. I heard that. Because I was pregnant for 44 weeks. That was miserable. That's 10 months. That's scary. Wait, you could go over nine months? Yeah, you can go over nine months. That child was comfortable. You had her. She was very comfortable. Oh, man. She was like, mama, I ain't never come. You got a hotel in there, (laughs) honey. (laughs) Look at this man. But nah, I'm not dating. But there's nothing wrong with dating while I was pregnant. No, ever. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You're not dating a pregnant woman? I'm not dating But I ended up leaving him because I had like postpartum depression and I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't really date. Him. And so I ended I'm up, not, I I'm ended not. up breaking that How long that does that last? Well, post, it depends. Like I had it because I had post a lot. You said post what? Postpartum post depression. Post like what? after your, postpartum, like after you're pregnant. Like, like some women be want to kill their kid. Why? Why? Like why, you can go to a deep feel? depression. Isn't it like a like I felt I didn't have a attachment with my child. Like I wasn't yes. attached at all. I didn't want her. I didn't want to live type of thing. That's the top. Thing. Yeah, I was miserable. I felt because I had to see something. I did read an article about that. Once. I felt like like I didn't want why, this baby. I, like what? What do you think? Caught, it just happened. The child. No, that's just, that? I feel like that's. A, I think it's because of our hormones. Yeah, yeah. yeah our that's hormones a lot and everything. So you just it's a lot. It's a trauma. Yeah, so you I just had to do full adjust. surgery, go to sleep, get my stomach cut, get stitches and staples, and then go be a mom, and then go be a mom to a crying baby. Like who wants to go to that? Yeah, that's wild. And then you don't have no help. 
you know, C-section, I don't wish that on nobody. Yeah. To get up to make sure your staples, my staples popped three times. Because I was by myself at that time. Look at his face. And I, had to, I don't even know what like, that means. Like, they cut your they stomach. They cut my stomach. But you said they, they, they popped pop. three times? Like, I oh. opened. Yeah. I opened Shit. three times. And I had to go back in the hospital and get How stitched How did it open? It just... It just snatched because I maybe moved a certain way. Because when you have a C-section, they tell you, you know, your body's supposed to rest. But I have to go feed this baby. I have to go cook my food and stuff like that. So it was kind of hard. That's so scary. But... But it nah, is what I'm it still is. not dating a pregnant woman. <laughs> I had a homeboy, uh, job. Remember, job? I had a homeboy. Yeah. He said he loved pregnant women. Like this nigga. Lo- that's his fetish. That's they have his a fetish. glow. Like though. this nigga. This nigga. Yeah, this do. nigga I dated see, this yeah. woman that was pregnant and then like left her because she wasn't pregnant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like he was taking care of her and everything. I'm not gonna play with. Like you should. No way. No. And I'm like, yo, how do you like? He loved cooking for her. He loved her. I'm yeah, like, cause yo. he loved cooking for her though. Premature stepdad. I'm like, bro, you <laughs> He's wild like, you're pregnant no more. You wild and out here. <laughs> Did you have any other question, Marianne? Did you? Have no, a- I thought I sent you. Another that was one. it. That question went both ways. Oh, I could have sworn I sent you another one. I got one actually. Oh, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. By the way, this is Reggie again. I decided to introduce myself this time and act like I got some sense. Um, I asked earlier today on my Snapchat if anybody had any questions, and I had a, uh, a listener respond to it. It was, a, it was a pretty good question. Of course, anonymous as usual, mm. um, since nobody ever wants to share their name. But the question is, dealing with Haitian parents, or I guess I'll make it more broad, with island parents, and their being stuck in their ways is there a point in trying to have these like adult conversations with them to explain to them how their actions throughout your life has made you feel they or do you listen. just leave it alone and just wait till they die leave it alone and wait till they die um you say leave it alone because, because yesterday you, you know. yeah well me personally i've been going to therapy and stuff and i've been trying to bring you know parent grandparents like all the adults and like how they affect me and stuff like that it doesn't work all they did was blame me for all yeah. the, everything that happened to me and all this stuff That's, and it set wow. me back it put me in a depression mode like i was doing so good that i went back to a deep depression mode because i'm like y'all blaming me because i got raped by my uncle or y'all blaming me because you know i didn't do this or that they're like well you know we gave you food we gave you this what more so that I, I just, you know, I'm going to just let them die out. Just run away. <laughs> I understand what she's saying. Because last night I actually went through that. Like, like I thought that, you know, like sometimes you think like you'd be on good terms with them. Yeah. But they literally live in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like the, the you, you see her yesterday. I was actually like in an argument with my mother. And she brought up when I, uh, something happened when I was eight years old. And this is when we went to, we went to Disney World. And, you know, like, we never go anywhere. And, you know, my parents are like, just comes, right? So, and they didn't know, like, how to digest Disney. And mind you, they were workers. So, like, all we did was walk around. But, you know, Americans, they know you got to get on the rides. You got to go in this and that. Mm-hmm. So, my parents were already tired of walking. They're like, okay, no, not like I knew, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm a kid, and I'm like, huh? Like, and they're about to open. You know, I think it's like at a certain time, they're about to open the um, Disney Magic um, the, Castle. The castle. When they open it up to let people come inside. Yes. Yeah. So, I, like, we're about to leave in the castle. Come on. I'm a princess. Come on. Haitian princess. Like, come on. Thanks, <laughs> mommy. So, I'm like, oh, I'm inside, you know? They're like, nah, we going home. So, you know, a child is going to, like, throw a little tantrum. So, I was like, I can't wait till I'm 18 and I'm going to go to Disney by myself. That's exactly what I said. I'm going to go to Disney. Like, that's, that's my goal. I was a Disney kid. Like, I used to watch Disney Channel every day. Mm-hmm. So, my parents held that in their mind. Like, so, like, all our arguments ever since I was that child, um, that age. Oh, who gets again plump? And so, my mother even brought that up yesterday. She was like, oh. Ever since you was eight years old. Eight years old. Like, and she was like. How old are you now? I'm. I'm 20 young. Yeah, I forgot. Talent. I forgot. <laughs> women, women don't want to hear that. She's mid-20s. She's mid-20s. Just remember, she's old enough to not want to tell you her age. Yes. <laughs> I, I'll say mid-20s, but go ahead. Yeah, so like yesterday, I was just shocked because I was like, you know, we, I felt like we were doing good, but like you always like throw past darts. Mm-hmm. Like you would think that you're moving forward with them, but like it's not that. And yes, mm-hmm. 
Nah, I see ahead, about the, like so yesterday me and my father like cause he he you know like Haitians like sometimes when they don't mess with you like they don't make eye contact and you know our culture is the culture of eye contact like mm-hmm. they look you right in your eye when they yeah. talk to you mm-hmm. yeah. and like so he was just like giving me his back to talk so you know I'm a, like I said honest why are you doing that you know like why aren't you looking me in my eye you know like and this man and I'm thinking we on good terms like He's basically upset because I am in, Orlando, you know what I'm saying? Like, not in their household. Like, I'm in Orlando, and I'm an adult to now. To this day? Yes. Wait, this yes. just happened yesterday, you This said? is yesterday. Yeah, that's fucking Like, wild. and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I'm conf- I've am i been taking care of myself for years. It's crazy because as Haitians, like, saying this in a room full of Haitians, we understand that people like this exist. Imagine trying to explain this shit. To your black American friends To black American friends Or to other people To white friends in New York To white friends (laughs) They don't understand Like Just the sheer retardedness Repeat your question again Ignorant The question The question was um, I guess coming from Our eyes now Like looking back At all the traumas And all the things That you've dealt with With your folks in the past Whether it's your parents Or your family members Is there a point In trying to like Break down And have those conversations Now that you're older And you know better Or should you just not say shit and just wait till they die? Pretty much. Wait till. Like you gonna let them go in the hole with their no, ignorance? Because me, I, I always say this: I can't wait for the old heads to die out. And he says the same. That thing. includes my own family members. I don't mean that in a negative way, because you know everybody dies. It's just that once they die out, at least that energy is gone off this earth. Because I, I try to talk to some of them. But the thing is that you could only... They got to meet you halfway. And 99% of the time, they never meet they you halfway. They won't even meet so, you nowhere. And my thing is that I'm more of like, you know what? At least I did my part. That's how I get closure. I don't get closure by talking to them because they don't get nowhere. I get closure by... I tried multiple times in multiple settings, multiple ways. And we never... we ne- you, you never was adult man or woman enough mm-hmm. to like talk to me. Parents, grandmas, aunties, uncle, it's the same thing. So what I I just was like, you know what? I did my part. At this point, all I could do is live my life. Mm-hmm. All I could do is live my life. But I do I, I promise you I can't wait I to I cried to both so many times yeah. about my family, but I was like, Man, you just gotta let it go. Like yeah. no, I will say like, this. Yeah, it was it was strong that you were able to have that conversation because a lot of people can't even have that and stand there and say those things to those people Mm -hmm. um i ended up having one of those moments where i had to speak to my father and tell him everything i've been thinking for my whole life and just let like let it be known like a lot of the things that you do you're a toxic individual you literally go through people's Mm -hmm. lives and you ruin them you're Mm -hmm. you're 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 a dictator you don't care about knowing the person you don't Mm -hmm. care about knowing like these are children are people yeah. It's not just a thing for you to just sit there and give orders to and, and feed and put a house over. Like you literally have to get to know this child and figure out let let them figure out where they're gonna be in the future. Mm-hmm. You have kids that are talented, you have kids that are educated, you have kids that are willing to go to college, but they want to study different things than what you want them to study. So you look at them as they're the dirtiest, most grimy, mm-hmm. terrible kids on the planet. Like you're a disgrace. You're a disgrace because you want to be a lawyer instead of a doctor. <laughs> you're a disgrace because you want to study. Like you're a disgrace because <laughs> you don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> like it's the crazy. It's it's literally the craziest thing. And and I already go into the conversation. The important part is two things. One is for you. The conversation needs to be for you. The second thing is you need to go into it knowing who you're speaking to. I regard Haitians over a certain age as naturally like it's a mental illness, bro. It is. I really regard them as like mentally just blocked off. Yes, I already know going into it that I'm not going to change them, but you need to hear this and you need to be confronted with this. Mm-hmm. And there's a large percentage of my family I know like I have no problem never seeing for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that. Like getting married, not going to see them. The mm-hmm. kids, you never going to meet them. Like because I feel like on on a large scale it seems like our generation is taking positive steps towards growth when it comes to at least mental health at least Mm -hmm. having these conversations at least getting getting this knowledge out and being able to speak about these things and with people of that generation and that ilk i like to tell them like the world is moving on without you 
And I can't wait till you disappear in the rearview mirror. Amen. That's a fact because um, <laughs> I always tell my dad, I was like, yo, you got to get with it or you're going to get left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he be tech, called, texting me, talking about, you know, he need to go on Facebook or do emails and shit. I'm like, nigga, do it yourself. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be always around helping you to do mm-hmm. that shit. But, but the when reason you why do I was that, strong, it's like you stab them in their back. The only like, reason I don't why help my family like that no more, and I'm like the worst thing. Oh, Marianne doesn't want to do anything for me. She just want me to die. Oh, she never wanted to do anything like. And, it's, and I know, and I know, a lot of people has those old family members that's like that, or those people that don't want to get with the program. Uh, young lady. <laughs> can't keep it down for those of y'all who are wondering what those noises have been all episode we, we have a I'm we have a guest yeah. we have yeah. another, another guest here but um no i mean i don't me having that conversation with those family members when i did it's not a bravery thing to me i think i think it was just a something i had to get over for you hump. would feel natural but for some people they'll never have that conversation, the reason why right? I, had, I like it was natural for me is because like yo i got over that hump like i realized it was more so of a self-awareness thing. Like, I realized it helped me. It helped me know myself more. And it's kind of like you overcome this. Now you could transform to whatever God wants you to transform or whoever you want to believe wants you to transform. Mine to. mine had more to do with the fact that I'm the oldest of a lot of siblings. Like, I got a ton of siblings out there. And I wanted to be... Because I, I, I was tired of letting him create my narrative. I was tired of letting him tell the other family members who I am as a person and tell them instead but the of thing having, is, I, I needed to step out so that they could see that you're not the only people who feel that he's a piece of shit and that you need to be able to know that the, that you can stand on your own and be okay by yourself. Because a lot of these kids, they don't know that they can move out of the house and afford bills. They don't know that they can afford rent. They don't know that they don't need like their parent to pay their way through college mm-hmm. or they don't need this or they don't need that. That's... I, I did it more for the fact that, like, now I'm an example to my cousins, to my siblings, that they're like, wow, he had not a dime coming in from either parent, but he's more than just floating. He's making it. He's doing okay. I could do that. I think it was just more important than just, just me. I know I needed to get that off my chest because I was feeling it, but at the end of the day, I could have held that and been okay as well. Like, I personally, you know, when people talk, when family members talk about you with someone else or other family members, I I know that everybody's not me. So I get it. Sometimes I tell people, get it. Like, Mary Ann, she, we talk off air about certain shit. I'm like, yo, you just got to get over it. Not get over it, but you really got to, like, let it go. Like, if that shit is not affecting you financially... Or it's not affecting your well-being of living. Like, you're able to eat, sleep, play with your daughter, do whatever. That shit doesn't... It shouldn't concern you. I feel like that's easier said than done. Because these talks are very helpful for our... The... The, Caribbean community Yeah especially. the new generation new The ones generation. that Us The ones that came in the 90s And were born in the 90s Yeah um, Because like I feel like mentally Every day I feel like we all Were in a battle With these Haitians Mentally mm-hmm. So every day Like that you're fighting With these people And they, they put They impose their thoughts On Their you. Yes and, parents- and then now you have to go Face the real world It's like you, that's all you knew was their negative thing. So it's kind of like you trying to like break off that curse that they try to throw on you. But like, it's hard. Yeah. So it's like, hard. I feel like these talks still help because like sometimes I used to think like I was probably the only person. You know what I'm saying? But like listening that everybody goes, everybody every goes Haitian through. child went through some mental weirdness in the household. You know what I'm saying? So because I tell people all the time, you know. If I see kids, like teenagers, whatever, acting up, mm-hmm. I honestly don't feel like, yes, it's a shame that they're doing this or having this state of mind, but I don't blame them. I don't say it out loud because I, I don't want to disrespect people's family, but I blame their parents or mm-hmm. whoever raised them. I don't say it out loud because I'm, you know, some people going to take that the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo. And then when you meet the parents and you're like, okay, I see why this person's acting like this. And yeah, like, like it, so, the growth, just growing, like, as an individual, you doubt yourself more because your parents always told you you can't do this and that. And there was like a point where Reggie was saying about like um, him going to college and stuff. I didn't even, I didn't even know about that. Like, I all I knew was that I was supposed to get my diploma, and then like, 
I heard about college, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't actually understand the concept of college. I didn't know about financial aid. Mm-hmm. I just did the things. Like, I was just following a friend, and she did my financial aid for me. Like, she put her fam- um, her mom information in, and then I was like, boom. I guess I'm going to Orlando, you know? So, like, I wasn't exposed to that type of thing. And then, like, when I did go to college, like, they really thought, like, um, people, the people were going to pay for everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, they don't I was put out in the, in the college world thinking, too, as well, because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't exposed to it. Like, oh, I'm good, you know? Like, I'm in college now. That's it, you know? But there was no real direction because I didn't get that. Like, they didn't get that. So... And imagine like somebody who's in that position, somebody who's a lot younger, who doesn't know anything and they can't turn to their parents because when they turn to their parents, all they hear is negative stuff. Yeah. And then imagine, imagine you only know one person because imagine you only know one person who left the Like they're always telling you, oh, uh, why are you in a rush to leave the house? Don't leave the house. Don't leave the house. The one person that you did hear about that left the house is your cousin what do you hear about him oh uh, he's a drug dealer he's doing this he's in he's in tallahassee i heard he's he's doing some band thing they're on the news for hazing Mm -hmm. this and that like he's going to jail (laughs) i don't heard stories that people thought i went to jail and all types of stuff like my dad was just running with my name yeah. They're actually going to school. They're in football and doing but, good things. But when you come down and now they see that, oh, wow, so this person that they've been dragging through the mud telling me he's doing bad, he came, he done sent me money, he brought me gifts, he came down here, he's living a good life, he's explaining stuff to me. Now they know I can leave the house too. Yeah. I can go get an education. One thing I do know, man, all that shit they talk about is irrelevant because... The best revenge is success. Mm-hmm. That's when they're gonna be your. That's when they're gonna actually listen to you. Because, because uh, to, to be honest, with you, I'm sorry to cut you off. Like they could talk all that shit, or oh, this person is doing this. You know, this is just anybody, not just in the island community. For you Yanks listening, same shit applies. Like whoever's talking shit about you or to you or indirect, rather direct. Honestly, you don't even have to prove people that you're not this whatever this person is saying. All you gotta do is continue being successful. Because success is going to show. And that's going to come around. They're going to find out. Now they're just going to call you a devil worshiper. They're going to find something else to say. Oh, that's cool. I mean, they're always going to find something. It's always like that. If devil worshiping was that gravy. I would, I do. I would, where do I sign up? If (laughs) devil It's always something. If that's all I got to do to get a big ass house. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, Debt right? free and all that Where do I sign up Because like, I didn't know Because like me I'm a nurse And I thought that was good enough Now my family like So you're not going to go to medical school Wait And what? I'm like So y'all going to give me money To go to medical school Y'all not even going to help me Y'all going like, to help I, me I feel it? like they look at that As a hand Like they looked at Just this This Society as a handout Yeah Like my parents thought I was supposed to go to college And they was supposed to take care of me Because you know what I'm saying So like, the fact that they expected you to go get a medical, but, like, you didn't prepare. You know what I'm saying? It's preparation for your child. Yeah. It's just wild to me. Like, when I, yeah. So, like, when I, um, when I left, whatever. And, you know, like, when you leave your parents' home, you're going to encounter life. Yeah. Like, the up and downs of life. Especially for me, I, I didn't do anything for 18 years. And I wasn't, I didn't know nothing. I didn't even know how to greet people. Like, when people were like, how are you? Wait. Yo, Haitian people don't teach you how to greet? Like, how are you? I didn't know how to, like, oh, I'm doing fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like... Oh, hey. just salut, bonjour, bonjour. Yeah, like, I didn't... That's, that's all you do. But, like, I'm saying, like, when I got my first job, I, did, I, I oh, noticed okay, okay, that okay. I lacked simple, like, communication Station skills. skills. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, like, when, when life stuff was thrown at me, they, like, expected me to already have it together, but I didn't know nothing for 18 years. You know what I'm saying? So they could hold that against me, too. But... I really feel like once you like succeed, that's when that's they become it. your little bitch. And that's it. I'm be real with you. Don't you. Need that's them. the truth. You don't need them, and they realize that all that bullshit, all that negative shit they bring or they talk about, it wasn't true. Not that it wasn't true. It's like yo, I really wasted my time thinking I'm gonna speak this into existence, but you guessed it. You hmm. you wrong. So rebuke their words. It. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you listen. We're gonna wrap this up here, like for the listeners, you know. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever you think or know somebody's talking about you, like, just kill them with success. That's it. That's Challenge their words. It might sound cliche, but you just got to kill them with success because at the end of the day, if you keep doing what you're supposed to do, that shit going to come around. It's going to show without you even publicizing it, mm-hmm. without you posting about it, tweeting about it, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's all it is. Any last thing you want to say, Marianne? Bring us back to you again. <laughs> you always try to bring it back to me. Yes. But no, it was, a, it was a great podcast. I can just say it was a great podcast episode, but I have nothing to say. You sure? I'm positive. Always looking at me like that. <laughs> I think, well yes sir because of um what i had to deal with last night with my parents i came back um to reggie's at around like 4 a.m and then i was in my car and i wrote something so i can express myself it's a quick little go ahead expressing what is this like a poem are you do you do poetry I do it all, honey. Yeah, she do oh, everything. God is good. Jesus hmm. Christ. <laughs> this is a strong black woman right here. <laughs> strong. Okay. Let me get the snap ready. Oh, Lord. You know, we got to. Do you mind if we record this visually? You can um, record it. Oh, Mary ain't got it. Oh, it's, my it's God. Quick. It's quick. I was just expressing myself. Y'all ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I was trouble in my family, in my family eyes. But in reality, I was the truth in disguise. Holding my head up high, fighting this battle to keep alive. Dodging these bullets from these critics due to the doubt that didn't allow them to get it. Daddy knew I had the keys. Maybe he knew I would rise, but the pride ate him up inside. Never analyzed the hurt child in front of his eyes. Looking at my reality, is, is this how I feel inside? When did I create this lie? Don't I want more out of life? Got granny against me, but all I wanted was her presence to continue to enhance me. Now I feel all is against me, but I know none can defeat me. Yes, I'm different, but my conclusion is ignorant. The Supreme blessed me with this intelligence. Yes, fam, this is heaven sent. I received the consent to move forward and take my dignity with me. This is my only opportunity to kill these unwanted entities and heal my immunity. Maybe my action will pour over and heal my community, but I'm really hoping it heals my family and gives us a blessing of understanding and unity. Until then, I'm going to figure out who is me to me. Yes, how does it go? Let me do the snap. <laughs> That's dope. Thank you. So, do you, is it like, does that drive you to write more? Um, Right now, I'm in the most vulnerable time right now in my life. And I feel like a lot of stuff is like driving me. Like, a lot of creative, like you really feel like creative. Mm-hmm. Like, like yesterday, I was, it was just in my head. Like, when I need to just let it you, go. When you're the most vulnerable, it's only two things you could do. It's either you're going to rise up. Yes. Or you're going to bitch or you're going to fold. Rising I am, yes. It's either you're going to rise up to the occasion or you're going to fold. So, yes. um I hope you get through whatever you're going through with Thank your you. family or just you personally. Thank you. And for you guys listening, I appreciate you guys listening. I feel like I said that twice. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you appreciate this episode, you know, be sure to leave us a review on um, iTunes and share this with your family, friends, yes. or whatever it is. Guys, we are really in this together, though. Like yes. like they say, like, what's the word? Like, Linio, you say Linio, Linio fell out. Don't want to say it wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't want to do that. Yeah, they going to chill you out. You don't want to do that because I'm screenshotting and I'm going to send all that shit. I'm going to forward everything to you. I'm forwarding everything oh, to you. Oh, Lord. But yes, we're in this together, especially the Haitians. Like, we we know what we went through. So, yeah. Yeah. so make yeah, sure you guys should. comment. You yes. know, let us know. And, you know how um, you're feeling yes. if you go through all this. This little girl is really hit. Like, I mean, she came in she, quiet, but now right she now like she's like, she had her opinion too. She's like, my mama, so, that's dope. <laughs> but you know, Marianne, go ahead, give them your social media because they haven't heard you in a couple weeks. And they my keep my social media is still the same T Nurse Marie, T I N U R S E M A R I E. Make sure you guys follow us on Zoview Podcast, yes. Zoview Podcast on Twitter, IG, and Facebook. Okay, though you say you don't have any. Social I don't have media. no social media. I am social so media. Can't you, slide will in no DMs. you will find me. You will find me. her on somebody's social yeah, media. Yeah, you will find me. Angeline Celestin. That's it. Wait, you so you on social media or you're not? No, I'm, I'm not, she, but she, she's on, she yeah, do everything. Oh, but you'll. Okay. Yeah. You'll okay. find her. Trust me. Cool. <laughs> Google her. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, appreciate you listening and until um, next time. Yes. But that's, that's dope, though. But my, my fucking Haitians, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, stop. Stop. I'm excited.